0: Good evening, everybody. It's uh, it's about 1 o'clock in the morning on Thursday night. So all I got to say is TGIF, because it's Friday. Uh, I've been struggling this month a lot. <clears throat> and I think it's just part, well, different things. Part of the the part of the residual effect of dealing with my friend's death and having other things going on Um, I'm out of like I'm kind of out of whack and out of my routine because school's over so my kids are home and instead of waking up with them in the morning in my house no one wakes up before 11 (laughs) sometimes 12 p.m. 11am, 12pm, you know, we're like late sleepers, it's kind of cool when we travel, because um, we get up later, <sighs> now I start yawning, really, you know, we wake up later, we eat breakfast at lunch, <laughs> lunch at dinner, and then we have our midnight snack when we travel, because usually in the summer we travel a lot, we're um, fortunate to be able to, you know, take trips, and you know be together i'm not bragging <clears throat> i just feel very lucky cuz when i was younger we didn't have the money to do that and we didn't really travel much we actually never went anywhere uh oh, i don't know it was just like the way my family was but that's another story so i hope everybody's doing well i'm so happy it's summer um on the positive note, I lost about 15 pounds. How do I how do I how do I do it or how did I do it? Uh very simple. Slim fast. Slim fast actually worked for me. Um I've been struggling with my weight for a while just cuz I just have a bad habit of drinking a lot of soda. <laughs> and Eating a lot of junk food. But even I think since I was young, I always kind of ate a lot. Especially, this was my routine when I was younger. So I used to go out Tuesday night, Thursday night. Drinking and dancing with my friends. And then i come home. Get a burrito, chips, and a huge soda. And then do that Friday and Saturday also. And sometimes Sunday. So I got into this bad habit of eating all the time. Like late at night junk food, and when I stopped going out, that habit stuck with me as I got older and I didn't work out as much and I didn't go out, I was like a night I was an insomniac or a night owl, and I would just eat and eat and eat so I got to the point that a lot of my clothes weren't fitting, I was not happy with myself and I just took it to, I just took charge of me, and I said, dude, I want to go, I, want, I wanted to go back and play beach volleyball, and last time I did, I was really heavy, I was like at 235, 235 to 36, and I was playing beach volleyball, and I still moved pretty well, and I was doing good, but I was just huffing and puffing, and just, just not cutting it, and then I also do jiu-jitsu, and I was trying to do some tournaments, but it just, uh, <laughs> I just didn't want <clears throat> to... I didn't want to fight in that weight class. It just... Most of the guys are like 6'4", 6'6", 6'3". I'm 5'7". And they're like at 250, 260 pounds. Um, it just got tiring. <clears throat> Usually I have to fight bigger guys anyway. In general. Because just of the weight. But um, I started taking Slim Fast. Been doing it for about a month. And... one thing, One thing that was cool about it is... I always get bloated... And I felt nasty So doing the Slim Fast I started getting bloated A lot of like Issues I was having physically Are gone And then I just kind of got used to eating better Like I used to crave a soda every day. I used to probably get If you live in the United States At McDonald's they have dollar sodas It's like a 32 ounce Maybe 44 ounce cup So I used to drink 5 to 6 of those A day I know, um, so that's stopped, eating a lot better, I'm not craving junk food, (sighs) on weekends, on weekends, I'm eating, I eat what I want, Monday through Friday, I kind of have a strict regimen of eating, but, uh, Saturday, Sunday, I eat what I want, do what I want, and, you know, when Monday rolls around, I'm back to normal, and it doesn't really affect me, so I get to still have some fun, young, young food, (laughs) junk food, and uh, it's good, you know, I kind of have to tighten up, because I want to get to my, my gold weight is 199 or 200 pounds, so I'm, like, 15 pounds away, I know I could do it, I don't, like, I was talking to my friends and family, I don't want to be skinny, nothing against it, it's just not how I want my body to be, I like being muscular, I like having my frame, so 199, I mean, 190 would be perfect, 199 200 is like just like my my happy weight so yeah like I said I've been struggling it's just I'm I'm so out of my routine right now and just getting back into my routine even like the podcast I want to do them and I just get lazy you know I I procrastinate I don't know why I'm procrastinating there's days I'm just like go 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 and I do everything and other days I just crash so I've been trying not to do that anymore I'm trying to kind of stay on task um, I don't think I'm depressed. I don't think I'm, you know, I don't think, I don't think I'm, I'm sad or anything. I think, I, I mean, parts of, I think I was a little sad. I'm still, I am about my friend's death and just other little things. I think and also my, also my allergies got really bad. I had to take like triple the medication I usually take. And that really fucks with my body, so I get really fatigued. So it's probably, probably, a majority of it is, like, allergies. And then just, you know, little things here and there. But other than that, I'm good. I'm just, um... I'm enjoying my podcast. I'm getting more comfortable with it. I appreciate everybody that's listening. To all the listeners out there, thank you so much. Um my podcast got monetized and it keeps growing and it's awesome. Trust me, it's not that much money and any money I do make, I'm going to either donate it to a charity or put it back into my podcast to make it better. Um, it's not that much to be honest with you, but I appreciate every nickel and dime and penny I get because, um, you, you love me. You care about me. You really like me, <laughs> but I do love sharing my stories. I like talking. I know I'm not the only person that thinks the way I do or has things I want to share. I'm just. Uh, trying to be consistent. And. Like I, I said before. In the update. And I, I, didn't, I said it in the update. And I said it in the RIP. For my friend Jacob. You know. This past three months. have just been very eye opening to me. About who I really am. Who I fought not to be. And who I want to be. And who I. Need to be for myself, and sometimes I'm just like, why am I my own? like this is my own issue? Why am I on my own? why am I on my own? why am I my own worst enemy? Like simple things I could do, I just shrug them off, or you know, I don't take better care of myself, or I don't listen to my gut instinct. And I've talked about this before. You need to listen to your gut instinct. It doesn't lie to you. It actually protects you. But since I'm so hard-headed. And sometimes I just don't want to listen. I just put myself in stupid situations. Not recently. But I'm just looking at. You know. My whole life span. And. I'm trying. I work on myself every day. I work hard on myself every day to to be better to do better to lead by example i have young children that look up to me mimic me and i try really hard to make sure that they see a better side of me i mean they've seen the bad parts of me and they see me struggle and you know fight to you know fight back from like adversity So I I try to give them a very well-rounded picture of who I am. I don't want to lie to them and say I'm perfect. Because I'm far from it. And they get it. But at the same time, you know... They're still young and I want them to have a a good picture of... You know, life. Even though I do show them struggling. And I do show them things that are are real. You know, poverty. People that don't have everything. Um they get to travel a lot. So they're very fortunate, but I want them to see that life isn't always like, you know, a bed of roses. So it's 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 interesting how, how much they have absorbed. Um like right now, my older son came in and said, Dad, where are the nail clippers? And I'm like, Do you need them? He goes, No, my brother does. And his brother's seven so he went downstairs with him to get the nail clippers because my son was scared of going downstairs and I thought wow because my older son acts like he doesn't care about his brother but he loves him and he's so overprotective but he's so adamant about not showing it or letting people know it you know it's that, it's that teenager mentality but it's so cute and so envious because I always wanted a brother <laughs> You know, I taught them well and I think they have absorbed almost all the good. A little bad, but almost absorbed all the good. I tried to teach them to stick together and just be be friends not just family, but be friends and be there for each other. And I uh, I don't know. What am I saying? I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know. I'm just... I don't know. I feel blessed <laughs> that I landed on my feet after like such a rocky beginning of my life. And... just appreciating everything. Even though... I'm just like in deep thought about so many different things. But... Yeah, I'm just appreciating it. I'm enjoying life. And when I When I was younger, I couldn't enjoy my life. I was always like thinking about 20 steps ahead and I couldn't enjoy the journey and now I'm just trying to like kind of slow down and everything and like I said my friend's death kind of it kind of just put certain things in perspective that I knew that were there but I was kind of ignoring them that life is just a quick snap of the fingers and it could be taken away and the other thing that has me thinking about that well two things so there was like a live shooter um a live shooter uh, death suicide about a couple of days ago uh, this guy killed two people and then he killed himself at a Ford dealership and one of the people was a friend of my partner's well actually I'm sorry they're not friends that my partner's co-workers cousin and we're close to the to the to the woman and she called like at 12 o'clock at night crying and she she told um my partner that she she can't come into work because you know they don't know they don't have confirmation but she thinks her her cousin died you know and in the active shooter or the live shooter uh thing and I'm just like, wow, what the fuck? Like, really? Like, so close to home? <clears throat> and The reason I'm saying that is because we've been going to dealerships to look for new cars. And I'm just like, what about if we were there that day? You know? And also, we know the person. And so we see the... It's easy to, like, say, oh, I want to send my condolences or my blessings or our prayers are with you. But that's easy to say and then walk away. But when you see the person, you know the person... And you hear him cry. Man that just. uh, Just shatters you. And then. Also watching CNN. And watching that dad. And that little girl. In the river. Like face down on the river. Dead. Because they drowned. Trying to get here. That just uh, brings a lot of memories back to me. As a young child. And I'm just like. I think all those things together. Just kind of. Fucking with my mind. And putting things in perspective and also reminding me that there's a fight out there that's still happening and I just can't stay on the sidelines and not participate you know, mental health is an issue, immigration is an issue, poverty is an issue, and I always try to make sure that I participate for a greater good I'm not afraid to, uh mix it up and 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 however however you want to take that but it just kind of makes me appreciate life and remember that sometimes where you're born you're lucky that you don't have to suffer sometimes there's things that you don't ever have to think about but just seeing that little girl hugging her dad face down and he's you know they got washed away in the real grand just uh Reminded me of a of a photo I saw maybe five, ten years ago. Actually like ten, twelve years ago. And there's like a conflict in Palestine, and this dad was like kind of I think is like Israeli forces against like, you know, Palestinians. I'm not sure exactly who was fighting who. Or they were fighting like, you know, Hamas. And this father was so helpless and all he could do was cover his child with his own body like on the side of a like on the side of a building trying to protect him and I'm just like fuck why do people have to go through that and then that picture reminded me of that picture you know and the reason and I can understand how that feels cause I've been in the middle of a firefight with guns blazing and everything and it just always takes me back to like how defenseless and how, how hopeless defenseless and you know, uh, yeah, how helpless you just feel, and seeing things happen all the time. You know, I'm like, fuck, I just feel defenseless because I can't do anything to help them. So it's something I, that I always just carry with me in my life. It's just part of me, and then. I'm. I was, I was watching uh, the women's soccer, the women's the women's national team, the United States national team, and then I was, also watching the debates, with all the Democrats, and it's kind of what annoys me is I see people on Facebook put like really stupid comments, because I guess like one of the women on the national team said, hey, I don't want to go to the White House, I just don't you know I have morals and values and I just don't want to go so you know I just scroll down the comments to see what people would say and some people are like hey man I you know hey I support you for what you're doing and other people saying oh you're unpatriotic you're you're against the United States you're you're against the flag you don't support our troops and I'm just like all she said she doesn't want to go to the White House you know, and they're saying that she should get deported and all this stupid, just silly nonsense. You know, and then they start with their make a, make America great again and Trump this and Trump that. And I'm just like, I'm not pissed, but I'm just like, these motherfuckers are so ignorant. It's like, so when Obama was in office, would you have gone? The way you feel about how much you love Trump and you don't like Obama or if you didn't like Obama or whatever. Would you have gone to the the White House and shaken his hand? You know? I remember people, like, blatantly saying, really, calling, you know, Obama a nigger and calling him this and that when he was the president. And then, you know, they can say what they want, right? But then if you say something about Trump or you say something like you don't want to go to the White House, they say, oh, you know, they just say all this rhetoric and all this ignorance. And I'm just like so it's okay when you, when it was something you didn't like, but then when something that you do like, and you're trying to protect it, you're talking all this shit, and it's just ignorant, even, even, like, the democratic debates, like, people are saying such ignorant shit, and I, sh- I shouldn't participate, but I just ask them blatant questions, like, like I just said, like, this lady goes, oh, this older white lady says, oh my god, I can't believe how disrespectful you're being to the president by not wanting to go to the White House, and And you should be deported and all this shit. And I said, excuse me. And I said, and I said, excuse me, I'm not trying to, I said, I sent her a a message, right? I said, excuse me, you've been around a long time. So you've seen a lot of presidents. So what's unpatriotic about not going to the White House? And would you have gone, you know, like I said before, would you have gone if Obama was there? And she hasn't answered me back. But, you know, I laugh because people like to, like, say shit, but don't. Like, when you, like, hit them back with common sense and knowledge, they don't answer. But if I said, oh, you're, like, a stupid, like, Trump supporter or something like that, or you're a commie, you know, they, like, want to lash back. But the minute you hit them with facts or you hit them with something, like, you know, solid, they're like, uh... It's, it's so ridiculous. I remember one time this guy was talking about the Me Too movement And he he's saying that, well, if a girl like dresses like a hooker and and she acts all stupid, she could be a slut. Or she dresses this way, she's a slut and she should get raped. And I said and I saw his Facebook thing and it showed him this little girl. I said, Oh, so you're telling me that if your daughter dresses like a slut and she goes out drinking with her friends and this, that it's okay to rape her? No man, that's not right. I I'd fucking kill that guy. I said, But you just said a minute ago that it's okay you know, if this other woman did, he goes, well, that's not my daughter, I said, what's the difference, and he just didn't answer me, you know, and it's just, like, ridiculous shit like that, I mean, look, it's okay to disagree and have different points of view, but you don't have to, like, fucking, like, just, sh- like, what's the word I'm trying to use here, you don't have to, uh, knock someone down or just degrade them or call them a fucking, just don't, don't call them a, don't be, racist or say stupid shit like deport them or they're they're this or that or you know it's like i think that's the problem i do have with people that either support trump or find his rhetoric like every time they every time they argue it's the same rhetoric make america great again build the wall crooked hillary lock her up or he's the best president ever in the world and all this like bullshit, so on and so on, you know, if you said, hey, I, you know, I will listen to what, as a poli- as a political science major and someone that loves politics, if I, if someone said something about Obama or Clinton or Bush or something, or, you know, Trump, I'd listen to what they have to say, whether I agree with them or not, but the minute you have, like, I call them trigger words, you know, s- or you snowflake, or you start the same rhetoric, that doesn't tell me that, first it tells me that you're an intelligent Two, you're just regurgitating what you heard, and it doesn't say anything about your candidate or the president. If you said, "Hey, I like the president's policy because of this, this, and this," I'd be like, "Okay, I get what you're saying. I might not agree with it, but I can understand where you're coming from." But when you're just attacking people just to attack them, even it, it, it's so dumb. You know, this is what I say: If I got a chance to go to the White House, I wouldn't go. One, I wouldn't. I couldn't shake the hand of a man that would not go to war for his country because he had bone spurs in his, in his foot. There's, you know, there's tons of people that have gone on many tours of duty to fight for this country with far more, um, far more handicaps or injuries than fucking heel spurs. So, you know, I don't think I would have went to the White House. Would I, would I went to the house when George W. Bush was there? maybe i i don't I, I don't like the guy but you know i probably would have went had a conversation with him see where he's coming from with trump i don't know if i'd go maybe i'd go i I don't know if i would shake his hand i would talk to him and i i would probably go because i want to talk to him and say what what is your mentality dude like what do you think that way i could see the guy face to face and get it but you know as in, i might not go because it doesn't mean anything to me would, would i have gone for obama yeah i would have liked to meet obama uh, maybe I would not have gone. Maybe most likely I would. Ninety nine percent of me would. One of me would be like, eh, it's not a big deal. But I just don't. I don't understand how people call themselves good or, or, you know, sit on the soapbox. And the minute that you don't agree with them, they fucking tear you down. Kind of like what happened with my volleyball coach. You know, I didn't say anything bad about him. And then when I shared my podcast with him, and he said he was so mad because i i shared that he had demons and you know he was an alcoholic and things that he told me like you know like my family was angry he did the same thing he 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 said i don't want to be an angry person and i don't like being an angry drunk and this and he's sober and he's still angry and he just kind of took it out on me and i get where he's coming from but still it's like wow dude like you haven't changed so You know, I just, I don't see that. I don't see when people go, oh, I'm a good person or I've changed. And then, and then the minute that things don't go their way, they just fucking snap back into their bullshit. I don't get it. I don't respect it. I don't appreciate it. It's just very interesting to me how unintelligent and ignorant it sounds. And it's just like, you know it's about all of us not one of us unless you're a native american you don't you weren't born in the united states you were not you're an immigrant you came on the mayflower you came by a ship you came by you know i don't know how the fuck you came here (laughs) you were born here afterwards but you know you need to like open your mind and just not have tunnel vision about everything in your life because it just it doesn't work well and I don't know it's just kind of funny I just sometimes I, I shouldn't debate people on Facebook because it's, it's ridiculous and stupid but it just cracks me out how when I see like the pictures of these people and they're usually like old white people bitter old white people and they say the stupidest shit and I'm like wow are you scared that like you know, the United States is changing colors or are you just, what do you expect? Like, what do you, what does make America great again mean? I still, I still want to know that. And at the same time, like I was talking to one of my older, more mature friends that is an older white man and he has, you know, conservative views. And I said, you know, I don't like when everybody thinks just because you're old and white, that you are racist or you are evil, you know, prejudice comes in Different colors and different shades, different ages, sexes. I've 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 met, you know, racist black people. I met racist Asian people. I met racist gay people. I met racist Latin people. I met, you know, I met all those cultures that at the same time that are very welcoming and embrace other cultures. You know, I think. We're a melting pot and we got to understand that. And. Racism is taught. So. We need to start teaching some better shit. Because we are not getting any better. So. That is my. One o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Mentality. And. Let me know what you guys think. Um, You can find me on. On. Twitter, Mindfulnesscast. You can find me you can email me, mindfulnesspodcast at gmail.com and you can connect with me here through uh uh I forgot what it's called. <laughs> oh my god, what is it called? Anchor messages. Sorry. I'm not tired, I'm just um ooh. Thinking about more stuff. But uh, thank you for listening to me. Hope to talk to more of you soon. I might do another podcast in the morning. So we get a two for two for this Friday. You guys have a good weekend. Stay safe. Have fun.